Welcome to the Inclusive Growth Show with Toby Milden. Future-proofing your business by creating a diverse workplace. Hey there, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Inclusive Growth Show. I'm Toby Milden, and today I'm joined by Chris Jones. He's the Head of Customer Success for Enborder, which is a software provider for helping onboarding new employees into your business. So Chris, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Yeah, thanks, Toby. Appreciate you having me on the show. Cool. Chris, could you, um, first of all, just let us know a bit more about yourself and what you do at Enborder? Yeah, so so I'm an Aussie now based in London. I work for, as you mentioned, a company called Enborder. And for the last eight years, I've, I've worked in the HR tech space and really looking a lot at the recruitment side of that. So thinking about um, talent attraction strategies, but also looking about uh, getting people into an organization and making sure they're, they're prepared and they're set up and, and ready to go. So for the last four and a half years in particular, I've worked at Enborder. I've worked with hundreds of companies initially in, in APAC, so looking at Australia, Asia, New Zealand. But in the last kind of three and a half years, it's been primarily uh, through the EMEA region. So working with them to think about strategies to get people in the door from an onboarding point of view, but also looking at once they're in, how do we help uh, create learning frameworks and make people feel like they feel like they belong in the organization, basically. So, uh, yeah, I get to spend a lot of time with some pretty cool companies. That's really cool. Um, Could you just explain to us a bit more about what exactly Enborder is and, and how it works? Of course, yeah. So, so Enborder, we're the first uh, people activation platform we call ourselves. So what that means is it's a high level of a workflow tool and it's, it's based on a, a timeline. And what the features are is really customizable. So when an organization uses Enborder, they can uh, create these timelines of content and touch points. And it's really around sending communications out uh, to employees but also to other stakeholders in the organization. And the, the key thing within Border is it's very much a moment in time, kind of bite-sized uh, way of sending nudges uh, to people. So rather than you know expecting a manager or an employee to log into a portal or, or download an app, it's very much around having these nudges that will be sent out to employees at the right moment. And it will be all around uh, getting them to complete certain actions or to engage with, with certain content. So it's a, a platform, companies buy the software and they can customize and create whatever journeys they would like. So it could range from onboarding was where we, we first started, but also when people leave the organization from an offboarding perspective through to things like internal mobility, parental leave, but even also thinking around you know, the topic of today, around you know maybe it's multi-generational and multi-racial dynamics and coaching people on on how they can work best with the teams or it could even be around you know leadership development training and having programs built so lots that can be done but at the heart of it it's very much a customizable uh, workflow tool it sounds really cool and i i really like your use of the word journeys because that's something i talk about in my book inclusive growth the middle chapter is called Colleague Experience and Design. And basically, I say that 
organizations need to think about the journeys that people go on mm -hmm. and remove any obstacles that prevent them from completing that journey. And a lot of organizations talk about recruitment. In my book, I talk about onboarding because I think that's often overlooked sometimes. You know, that, that kind of experience of getting the job offer, mm. you're in limbo between your old job and your new job. You're starting to connect with the new, you know, the new business that you're going to join. And those first 100 days are really crucial yeah. when you first join an organization and being able to, to form those personal and professional networks as well. That's right. And I think it's, it's really interesting when you ask an organization, do you do your employee onboarding well? So often an organization would say, yeah, we have a, a day one induction program. So we, we do it well. And you know, for, for me, it's all around, well, what are they hearing, to your point, between when they sign their offer and when they join, but then also their first 100 days in the organization when they're meeting people, trying to make up their mind if they're going to stay or not. Uh, yeah. it, it's something that yeah, not many organizations have really nailed. So it's a yeah, really interesting space. And what kind of organizations are, are using your, your platform? It really varies. I mean, we've got, um, from a customer perspective, some of the world's biggest brands. So there's some huge multinational organizations who use us. But then we've got some kind of startups and some fast-growing tech companies. It really spans across most industries. There's no real vertical that we can say, yep, this is the, the one that we go after. Yeah. I guess when, I, when you look at who they are at the core, no matter if they're huge or a small company, they all have a focus on experience and they all really want to make sure that it's not just process and checklists, it's also around how we're making people feel and how we're making people's lives easier and feel like they, they belong more with whatever journey they're going through. Yeah, because I bumped into you at the in-house recruitment exhibition in Manchester yeah. and um, we got chatting about your software and um, obviously, I'm I'm really interested in diversity and inclusion, and that that's what led us to this point. How are some of your clients using the platform for for their diversity and inclusion work? It's interesting when we look at the kind of philosophy around diversity and inclusion programs. I think one of the one of the key things that we see time and time again is the organisations that are doing it well. They look at it as it's not you know, the icing on the cake, diversity and inclusion. It's not something you just want to tack on. It's actually something that's baked into the process and it, it forms part of the whole employee life cycle. So I think that's, that's something where, um, you know, from the moment someone joins the organization through to maybe when they're promoted, maybe they you know, move, move roles internally to when they leave, it's all around thinking about those moments and getting those, those key touch points. So some key examples within that, I guess you could say, um, one of the, the biggest ones is around uh, looking at the actual accessibility of the platform. So when we, when we first kick off with a customer, one of the, the areas we really look at is how are you going to design your, your content? So thinking around you know, having, having tags on, on images, having the color schemes that allow for people with um, visual impairment to be able to view it correctly, looking at where you're having buttons, what your images are like. So I think that at the beginning forms a really, really important piece of what all of the content flowing down the line looks like because they, they really look at focusing on that content design at the beginning, which I think is something that 
if you don't think about it at the beginning, can be a lot of work to then go and tweak and change in the long run. So even that as a design principle, I think, is, is where they all start, uh, just yeah. an example. No, I think it's really important that um, the platform is accessible. And I've, I've done a couple of previous podcast episodes with digital accessibility experts and um, other software providers. And we talk about, I think, particularly when, when we're producing software that can benefit diversity and inclusion, it really has to be inclusive. Otherwise, you're shooting yourself in the foot otherwise, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. That's right. You can, you can say all the right things, but if it actually doesn't get read or engaged by the people who need it the most, what's the point, you know? Yeah. It's ticking a box almost, isn't it? Yeah. And speaking to the theme of accessibility, I know from our previous chats that some people can use your software to help facilitate workplace adjustments when, when new people join a company. Could, could you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, no, really good point. So, one of the, the good things with um, the way that our customers use the platform is they look at getting in touch with people, as we said before, once they've accepted their offer. So it could be a month, it could be three months. It's some time where we, we have time to get them ready. And as part of the actual workflow build, what we've seen some more forward thinking organizations do is put a, a survey or a form that goes out to that new joiner. And it might ask things like, yeah, are there any requirements that, that you need? looking at you know any yeah, adjustments that they they really require they can submit those those answers and the organization can choose to either notify the manager or they could just send it to the you know occupational health and safety team or whichever team needs to actually know and and actually action those things so it's a really nice way to to capture those physical adjustments that might be needed mm. and at the same time i've seen a lot of really good customers of ours also put in things that might ask about you know, how do you best work? Like, what's the way that you want to be managed? Are there any kind of key things that we need to know to make sure that you have the best experience? And then they can share that with, as I mentioned, anyone that they, they would like in the journey. So it's a great way. Before they've joined, we have plenty of time to ask the questions, get them set up for success. So when they arrive, everything's ready. And that's an, a really great experience for them. Yeah, and, and like you say, it needs to be like a really great experience because I, m- I remember when I was joining a particular company in the past, I filled out the forms around my reasonable adjustments and I, I basically said that I needed um, speech-to-text software on my laptop and um, it kind of made me laugh in a way because they, they basically put me in touch with a, a doctor. They were outsourcing this kind of assessment and they put me in touch with this doctor who had no idea what I was talking about yeah. and I was like yeah that, that kind of needed to go to the IT department not not to a doctor it was a waste of both of our time really I mean that that onboarding experience could have definitely been a lot a lot smoother it's interesting isn't it you say that because it's I've seen that a few times with companies who they kind of get it half right like they've they've thought about it they, they're thinking okay yep we need to do something but then the actual way that it's it's managed and executed just doesn't hit the mark. And it, it probably makes it even a worse experience than if they hadn't even asked for it because yeah. you kind of, you're like, oh, this is great. I'm going to get something that's finally speaking my language. And then the next thing you know, it, nothing happens with it. So yeah, it's a really, really dangerous situation for a company to put themselves in. So one thing that we've talked about previously is about how the software helps facilitate that relationship with the new line manager and 
from an inclusion perspective, helps create a sense of belonging. And we know that belonging is one of the four pillars of inclusion. How does the software do that? A part of it, and it kind of went to our philosophy when we were looking at designing the system and when we, when we consult with companies. One of the key things I like to think about is you know, the concept of psychological safety as well with, within teams and to create that sense of belonging, whether it's between the new hire and the manager or the new hire and the teams. One of the best ways to do it is to kind of coach people and also connect people. They're two really important things. And so the, the way that we see it work best with the platform and with companies who design it is really looking at kind of bite-sized continuous learning and continuous nudges. So, for example, maybe a couple of weeks before the, um, the new joiners due to start a company, a prompt might be sent to the manager that says, your new joiner starts in two weeks. Here is some information about them that we've collected previously. So they, you know, they like to be managed this way. They need this set up in this way, et cetera, et cetera. But also giving the chance then to connect to the new employee. So maybe saying, here is their contact details. It'd be great if you can give them a call and, and talk about some of the things here. But also then giving the option to even introduce them to the team. So we see a lot of organizations who will use a, a buddy scheme. And it's a, a great opportunity if we think about that kind of psychological safety and belonging. If we can get the manager connected to the new joiner, but also have a buddy assigned to the new joiner. So that new joiner feels like they are connected before they've even joined. So on the first day, it really kind of helps them get up, get up and running much quicker and just feel like they, they belong in the organization. So we see that the line manager, the buddy, and it could even be you know, other stakeholders in the business, but just trying to build that connectedness before day one so that they, they, get, they ramp a lot quicker and they join. That sounds brilliant. And out of some of your clients, can you think of an example of where you think that a client has, is using your software in a really great way when it comes to inclusivity that maybe other businesses or the person listening to our conversation today could take back to their own organization? Yeah, I mean, there, there's some incredible things we've seen. Like I said, I'm quite lucky to work with some pretty cool companies. One of the, the biggest things from, a, I guess, a theme is personalization. And it's thinking around how can we give people a journey that is unique to them. And it's almost putting a, like a marketing hat on and a consumer-facing hat because when someone joins, they, they don't just want the generic. They want to have something unique to them. So we've seen some organizations do some great things around employee networks and around anything in the organization that might be, you know, have an amazing program or some pretty cool things that they're doing. So within the journey, they they might build in perhaps in that original form where they ask about accessibility, but also down the line, just saying, you know, what what are you interested in? Are you interested in our parents at work group? Are you interested in this group, that group? And depending on what they, they answer, they can then serve up content, they can drive them to certain pages, they can join certain groups, enables them to, I guess, get excited as well about what is lying ahead of them, but also gives them the ability to get involved and, and participate um, in that journey. What I've liked about it is it's, it's not putting groups into buckets. It's basically opening it up to the whole organization and saying, these are the groups we have. 
which ones of these do you want to be part of? And it, I think it really helps from when we think about you know, allies to all these different groups, they can become part of it. And then that really helps drive that inclusiveness across the, the whole business. So I've really liked seeing that. And it, you know, it often stems from having existing programs and groups in place, but they're using the onboarded platform to bring that to life and to, to drive more people to those, those groups. So to me, that's, yeah, that's been really, really exciting to see. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So this is the Inclusive Growth Show. What, what does inclusive growth mean to you and Enborder? To me, I think teams who are more diverse and inclusive are going to show higher performance, which leads to personal, professional and business growth. So it, it's all around activating everyone to be their best, to drive that personal and, and business growth, I'd say. Brilliant. And if the person listening to us today wants to learn more about Enborder, where, where should they go? Yeah, so easiest way, go to our website. So it's enborder.com. And if you go there, you'll see some case studies of what uh, companies have done. You can also have a bit of a, a play around and, and feel what it is like to go through an Enborder experience. And uh, as always, you can kind of sign up for a demo as well if you're interested. Brilliant. And I'll make sure that the link to your website is in the show notes of this episode as well. So people can just click through to it. Fantastic. That'd be great. Well, Chris, thank you ever so much for joining me today on this episode. It's been great to catch up with you. Good luck with the rest of the development of your platform. And uh, I hope you have some more great clients uh, joining because I think having a really great onboarding experience is is really crucial to creating that that sense of belonging for when anybody joins a new business. So thank you very much. Thanks, Toby. And yeah, hopefully for those listening, it was useful and you can walk away with some new ideas that you can implement in your business. Great. Thanks, Chris. And thank you for tuning into this episode of the Inclusive Pro Show. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Chris today. As previously mentioned, if you want to learn more about the platform, please do go to their website. Until the next episode, I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Inclusive Growth Show. For further information and resources from Toby and his team, head on over to our website at milden.co.uk